0: The Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go. Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care with a higher level of care. With two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online too at countryroadstireonline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 and 2023 WVBA Talk Show of the Year Jordan Warner and Marcia Kavalik.
1: It is Friday, September the 1st, and you're tuned in to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchville building, I'm Jordan Ice Jordan Alongside me is Marsh Cavalli. Good morning, Marsha.
2: I'm going to say something that I wouldn't have said two years ago. Oh, goodness. It's kind of cool that football is back. Very cool I got cool to hear your back. your Coach McCook show yeah. last night from Captain Benders. That's right. And I got to hear this nail-biter with Jefferson v. Sharando. Uh, That's right. It felt like... A soccer game with penalty kicks at the end. Because I was like, what does this mean? If they get a, if they get the ball and where it's supposed to go, does that mean they win automatically? Because it was like triple overtime.
1: That's right. It's crazy. Yeah, we had all kinds of action on our family of uh, stations. Of course, right here with the game one of the Panhandle Game of the Week with Jefferson and Sharando. And then, of course, over on 95.9 The Big Dog with week one of the Ernie McCook Show. You'll be able to uh, hear that Ernie McCook Show back over on our uh podcast page panhandle news network um facebook and spotify as well um but yeah we'll get to talk about that a little bit later and marcia we have our first guest joining us in studio
2: we sure do happy to have a friend of the program stephanie stout who is now the region two coordinator uh, of the office of drug control policy did i get it right yes okay awesome (laughs) and uh caroline wilson who is a social worker with the court team welcome in
3: thanks for having us marcia
2: did did i get it all right
3: yes ma'am awesome so (laughs) correct me if i get
2: anything wrong Um, So September is a big month in uh, the addiction recovery world, and we have some events coming up in the region, and you guys are here to talk about one in particular.
3: Yeah, we're here to talk about Save a Life Day. Appalachia, mm-hmm. or Appalachia, however you say it. It's
1: <laughs> Appalachia, it's Appalachia, or I'll throw an apple at you. How <laughs> you, you can remember. remember? But uh, I mean, of course, everybody knows how I mean, it's mm-hmm. been in the news. It's been in the press. I mean, it's been for so long now that West Virginia has gotten hit so hard by the opioid uh, epidemic, and it's just—it seems like they're. Really, I mean, I think there is an end in sight, but it seems like it's pretty far away uh, at this point. But events like this and getting people trained or understood about Narcan and th- things and trained like that uh, is a really big, I think, uh, deal, especially here in our area.
3: I think it's a huge deal. West Virginia has uh, the most fatal overdoses per capita than any other state in in our country.
2: Mm-hmm. That's chilling. That's mm-hmm. like mind-boggling. Yeah, because we're one of the smallest states population wise that's such an outsized, you know, percentage. Mm-hmm.
1: But do you think also that that is one of the reasons why we are one of the more harder hit states is because of, you know, it's sparsely populated, but those people are in, you know, hollers downstate where, you know, you're just seeing your people in your holler and things like that. And you know, they're kind of excluded. Do you think that could be potentially maybe, I mean, I'm un- uneducated on the topic could be one of the uh, potential factors?
4: Well, absolutely. And if we look at the opioid epidemic and really what big pharma did they targeted all of appalachia um but we have the coal fields in west virginia we have a lack of access to any kind of treatment facilities um when we look across the state luckily here in the panhandle we have a lot of resources Mm -hmm. and we have mountainer recovery center and um but when you look further out into the more rural areas they're not getting that
2: so i i heard one of the news briefs this week that said narcan is now going to be available uh, without a prescription at local farm at your pharmacy. Um, And, and more pharmacies will, will kind of come on board. Um, What does that mean to the addiction recovery community? So the one thing about having
3: um, over the counter Narcan, it's, it's great. And it's a, it's a wonderful um, progression, uh, but it may not be free for everyone at the pharmacy, and on Save a Life Day, it is free for everybody. It is a free Narcan day, um, because depending on your insurance, you may pay anywhere from a couple dollars to a, a whole lot more than that.
1: So, can you, kind of, for people listening and for me as well, explain Narcan? Because it seems like a lot of people now kind of think that Narcan is just kind of the fix-all thing. If you see somebody, you know, struggling, overdosing, or whatever, uh, you just hit them with Narcan, everything's good, and you can go back on your way. Now, is that necessarily the case?
2: Who wants to take
1: that one? Yeah, I'll, anybody? I'll
3: take that one for a second. Um, so Narcan obviously is not going to cure anybody's addiction, right? But you also can't get better if you are not alive. Um, and the drugs right now are, you know, essentially poisoned with fentanyl, Mm. um, which is killing a lot of people. And so it's changed a lot over the past 10 years or so where a lot more people are dying. Um, and I feel like we got to give people those second, third, even 10th chances to live and get better because recovery is probable and common. Mm.
2: Stephanie. Okay. Um, so when, when you have these, these, uh, days where you're handing out Narcan, but you're also, you know, instructing folks on how to, how to use it, um, you know. I think a lot of us ten years ago, fifteen years ago, would never think that our lives would intersect with someone in the throes of addiction who was actually, you know, dying because of it. Um, but now it's it's much more commonplace. Uh, is there still a stigma? Are folks still hesitant to say no? I I really want to have Narcan on me because I, you know, I don't want to I don't want to get involved.
4: Absolutely, and I would say that that is lessening because we've been more verbal and mm-hmm. vocal about it. Um, and if we look at just Berkeley County, just since January, we've had 13 youth overdose, wow. suspected overdoses. So define youth, how young, how young? That how is old? 12 to 18 years of age. Wow. Thir- 13? Yes. Unbelievable. So with that being said, that's all the more reason for us to hand out Narcan. Um We know addiction does not discriminate, but at this point we also have some counterfeit pills that we're seeing. It's a trend across the United States. um, And that poses risk because they look exactly like the prescription medication. And so us handing out this Narcan, sometimes we see parents come for their children. Sometimes we see elderly come because they're on narcotic medications. Um, I would say that it's more normalized, but there is definitely still a stigma.
1: So for that person out there that's uh, driving around listening to us this morning and thinking, you know, I don't know anybody that, you know, does drugs. I don't know anybody that, you know, could be anywhere near this type of situation. I don't need to even worry about, you know, getting Narcan trained or anything like that. Now, maybe that is the case, but it's probably also a good idea. Like you were just saying, you know, you never know when you might need it.
3: Um. So if you think you don't know anybody that is impacted by addiction, you probably do. And maybe you're just not aware um, also, if you go to any public place, like a gas station mm-hmm. or a Walmart bathroom, um, you're a person who might be able to save somebody with Narcan.
2: Okay, so let's explain this. Uh, are you injecting someone with, with Narcan?
3: No, ma'am. It is a nasal spray. It is super, so
2: not super... like
1: an EpiPen where you came at you...
2: <laughs> No,
3: no. Back in the 70s, it was injectable, but these days um, it's simply a nasal spray, and hmm. um, You literally just put it in their nose and push the button.
1: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, uh, unfortunately, we do have to be getting to our first break here in just a minute. And I want uh, to go back and talk about uh, your event that you have coming up and how people can get involved and find out some more information again. uh, It's the Save a Life Free Narcan Day coming up on September 14th.
3: Yep, September 14th, and uh, me and Stephanie are organizing for Berkeley, Morgan, and Jefferson Counties, so there are going to be
2: 18 different places where you can pick up Narcan that I day. Did. In the three counties? In the three counties, yes. Wow, so can you hit us with some of the high points or, or let us know where you can find that list as well? So you, you can
4: go to our Facebook page. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way to do this. There's links on there that you can hit if you want to go in to see on the map um, exactly where you want to go. We just give us a couple? Yeah, I was going to say in Berkeley, some of the easiest things, the Family Dollar on Winchester Avenue, the Berkeley Day Report Center, the fire station over on Raleigh Street, the Goodwill, um, even the DHHR out on the other end of town. Hmm. So, I mean... There's a couple of different places that you can go, and you can easily. It takes not even five minutes to get right. trained. You get to leave with the Narcan um, and a lot of other valuable resources that we'll have at the tables as well.
2: Do you have anything in, in uh, Jefferson and
4: Morgan County you can pull up? Really Absolutely. Quickly? So in Jefferson County, we have Seven Seas Food Store, Mountaineer Recovery Center, the Jefferson County Community Ministries, and Nutty Hall or Canutty? It's Canutty, c- I canoodie. guess. Canutty. <laughs> oh, at Shef- Shepherd. At Shepherd. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I should know that. Mm-hmm. I was a student there, but it's fine. Um, in Morgan County, we have the CMB Bank, the Morgan County Homeless Coalition, and Union Chapel United Methodist Church, and the War Memorial Hospital.
2: Well, they have similar hours. It, it's all on the same day. Yes, and and kind
3: of what's a window. So the hours for most places are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, and we have a few that are going to stay open until 7. So if you want to go get one after work, you can either go to the Family Dollar on Winchester Avenue. Um, you can go over to Shepherd University or the Berkeley Day Report Center on Raleigh Street. And it's absolutely free. Yes,
1: and like, and, like y'all were saying, if you want to head over to their Facebook page, uh, you can find that whole list and all the other information and uh, contact details as well, especially about the Save a Life Free Narcan Day on September 14th, all across the panhandle. And, uh, y'all, thank you for coming in and chatting about this. And uh, anything else you want to mention before we break?
3: I just want to mention that our Facebook page is Save a Life Day Eastern Panhandle.
1: Perfect. And uh, this is such an important, important topic that, and like you were saying, with stigma and things, I think that is starting to break slowly but surely because people are talking about it more. You have all these events and different things where people. People can get help. And I think uh, this Save-A-Life-Free Narcan Day on September 14th is a uh, very special one. So thank you all for coming in and talking about it this morning. Thank you. Yep. And if you missed any of the show, or if you missed any of our conversation, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. And we'll be back after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network.
0: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by country roads, tire, and auto in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalec.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the uh, Hoppy Kirchville building. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Cavalli. If you missed our conversation to start the show, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. But Marsha, it's Labor Day weekend. It's three-day weekend. You got any big plans? You going to be going out doing anything?
2: I think we're going to, on TV, watch the WVU game. Okay. Uh, One of my kids may be coming back home uh, from college. Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping she drives safely because I, when I was suggesting it to her, I didn't think Labor Day is such a big day for traffic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm
2: sending my little precious. Well, she's coming out on from
1: Huntington, right? Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're not going to be dealing with too much traffic there, right? I, I don't know if I've ever well.
2: Well, once you get you on 68, Morgan, though, say, do you go yeah. up to Morgantown? Okay, that yeah. would be different. Uh, you know what? I prefer the Midland Trail. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's not go through Davis and all that. That's not. For, no, this is through. Um, I'm going to forget all the names. Yeah. But it, it it goes along the Kanawha River for a while, and oh, you go up into God's country, Hawk's Nest and all yeah. that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but it's not for the faint of heart. No, of it this, ain't. This, no, right. this, but, you know, I cut my teeth on those roads down there, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's to me, that's the more scenic.
1: Well, you brought it up, and I'll ask you quick. Of course, Penn State, West Virginia, Saturday. We gave our predictions on Panhandle Sports Live. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, um, You don't don't worry don't worry about making anybody mad because I think everybody will share your
2: sentiment. Penn State is going to win, yeah. But you know what? It's you know here's the thing. My husband said, "Why don't we go to Bender's?" Well, (laughs) so so now I'm a fan again.
1: (laughs) And then hey, and then while you're at it, while you're on your way to or on your way back or on your way to Bender's, you can stop at the. Shepherd game and catch a little football on Saturday.
2: Uh, that's too much football. I'm mm. sorry. Is I know there you ever probably heard too see, much football. You and I are gonna have to agree to disagree on at that. At one, one point buddy, when I got back I from I be over-saturated. When I got back
1: from the McCook show last night, I had my headphones in. I was watching the Grand Valley Fair State game on mm-hmm. my phone, and then was watching the Nebraska game on TV all at the same time.
2: There's probably therapy for that.
1: That is the therapy, Marcia. <laughs> that is the therapy. <laughs> little do you know. But anyways, anyways, you can always head over to our website. PanhandleNewsNetwork.com to stay up to date on all your headlines and breaking news across the Panhandle and the state of West Virginia. And breaking news recreationally, I guess, marcia is that we're going to be getting <laughs> yeah. a pickleball court.
2: Okay, so our Clint Gage covers the county commission meetings, and uh, I'll just let you kind of uh, go with the sound and all that that he put together for us.
1: Yeah, so apparently pickleball is coming to Martinsburg. We'll go ahead and take a motion to approve the pickleball court
5: land use.
0: Yeah, I make a motion that we work in conjunction with the city and provide the real estate at and 750 Parks and, and Parks and Rec and yeah, provide the real estate. I would like to second that
5: motion. Motion in a second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Right.
0: Aye. Right. Aye. Like,
5: sign, opposed.
1: Motion carried. Well, that was a uh, quick vote on mm-hmm. getting pickleball into Martinsburg. And the court's going to be at 750 Baltimore Street. And the Endeavor will be a joint city. And county project,
2: and of course, parks and rec. We'll be right. talking to someone from uh, Martinsburg uh, War Memorial Park in a bit. Of, so, uh, you know, how can anyone complain that uh, more recreation is coming? And uh, you know, the pickle, I can't think of where it's going. Those pickleball kids will probably. Yeah, I don't think they'll be like menaces or anything. I think they'll.
1: Mm, I don't know. Depends on who be you talk a little, to. A
2: little bit competitive, maybe.
1: Depends on who you talk to. But uh, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Oh, so they're going to be, oh, okay. I I see where this is at. So, um.
2: Is it the little part? There are tennis courts there. So you take the back
1: way to Oatsdale from like downtown. You take, uh, what's it? Tuskegee drive. And then it turns into, uh, like Auburn street or whatever. And you wrap around kind of in between lake there, the quarry and Oatsdale park. Mm -hmm. It'll be right in between there. Okay. Yeah. Be right in between there. So cool. Hey, it's taking I'm surprised it's taken this long for pickleball courts to be popping up around here. Honestly, you with just, the amount of people that talk about you it, you
2: know, people are going to be practicing for all these pickleball tournaments. That are, you know, that seems to be the way that things are heading. Yeah. So
1: we'll see. But pickleball, we got we got to go out and try it one day, Marsha. Okay. You keep Did you, saying play that. you play tennis? You play tennis. Let me see. This is uh, this is all you'll be hearing. If I can find it. man uh, no, this ain't gonna be anything okay. good. Never mind. But anyways, pickleball. <laughs> it's in. Uh, it's in Martinsburg. It's finally <laughs> made it.
2: So uh, you may have seen this notice in your power bill, uh, folks of the Panhandle. This apparently will affect half a million people in the state in various different counties, including Berkeley, Jefferson, Morgan, Hampshire, and Hardy. But uh, there's a story over at panhandlenewsnetwork.com, and uh, it is that Potomac Edison has petitioned the West Virginia Public Service Commission to increase rates, tolls, and charges for electric service uh, to approximately 550,000 customers uh, in in areas across the state, including the greater Eastern Panhandle, and uh, if approved, the average base rate will go up by 15. percent 15 percent, she said, for residential customers, 12.5. Why? For commercial and 9.4 for industrial customers. Um, I don't know. Why? maybe Maybe fuel costs. I don't know. So, uh, proposed rate increases. As they, as was mentioned in the release or the the notice, was $18.07 for residential. Dang.
1: Ugh. Why does everything got to be so expensive now? Gas is expensive, electricity is expensive. Man.
2: So I um, got to turn my AC off now. Well, you can, you can turn your AC off now. You <laughs> can never um, turn your AC off. Also, I, I don't know if you remember, I, g- I gave you that notice the other day that there was um, a traffic accident at Taco yes. Bell. Yes, yep. So that was a fatality. Oh, no. Someone was turning from the Taco Bell and uh, ran into a vehicle driven by a Martinsburg woman, and her vehicle was pushed into the path of an oncoming tractor-trailer. She was ejected from her vehicle and died at seeing that story is a panhandle dot com. Um that's just a horrible, you know, situation that happened. Also, um, yeah, what else? Oh, the uh Treplar. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this with, with uh Brad McElhaney yesterday.
1: Yeah, and the state uh, state officials here in West Virginia announced that this Treplar Group—it's a food packaging manufacturing company that seems to be more of a biodegradable kind of uh, energy type first uh, packaging manufacturing packaging company—but uh, they're planning on investing fifty million dollars in Berkeley County and about six hundred jobs. And from what Brad was saying, they've already got this ball rolling pretty significantly already, and uh, it seems like it could be, you know, here in future pretty soon.
2: Yeah, so we have a few cuts from the announcement, I think.
1: Yeah, so here is uh, Governor, Justice. Governor Justice talking about the Triple R Group.
0: The company has successfully set up its state-of-the-art facility, deploying, or deployed cutting-edge equipment, and has hired a skilled workforce aiming to begin production in the upcoming months. What is going on in the eastern panhandle of this state is phenomenal beyond belief. But what is going on all across this state is absolutely a movement towards jobs and opportunity for our kids and so many, many things right at our fingertips. TREPLAR is currently testing a new generation of food packaging material that is 100% home combustible. The joint venture is is projected to result in more than 600 more jobs in West Virginia, high paying jobs.
1: And again, that's Governor Justice talking about the $50 million and over, well, and about 600 jobs at the Triple R Group. Again, a food packaging manufacturing company with uh, uh, biodegradable food packaging that you can have right there at your home. $50 million in Berkeley County and 600 jobs is pretty exciting. Oh,
2: hey, there, there I am. Now you can see. And, and you may have heard the governor called it combustible. I yeah. think he meant compostable. <laughs> compostable, yeah. because yeah, combustible. You blowing up. no.
1: You don't, want your, you don't want to be opening up your burrito wrapper and then everything going crazy on it.
2: Home combustible <laughs> is not a good look, but I think he meant home compu- yeah. compostable. There you go. Easy <laughs> for you to say. Not easy for me to say. <laughs> not even a little bit. Well, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you
1: can head over to our website, panhandlenewsnetwork.com, to, uh, like I said, stay up to date on all of the big time headlines and news around the state of West Virginia, the Panhandle and extended. So, Head over there uh, at your Leisure. And if you download our app, the uh, pain, the WPM WCST free app in the Google Play Apple iTunes Store, you can find all those articles um, and listen to the station there as well. But we will step aside for a few minutes. We'll come back. And after the break, we'll be speaking uh, with old Buzz Poland, talking about the big-time Labor Day War Memorial Park breakfast that's coming up on Saturday, the annual Labor Day breakfast coming up uh, on Monday. So we'll be talking to Buzz after this on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marcia Cavalic.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchwell Building. Jordan Nice Warner, alongside me is Marcia Kavalik, and we got a long three-day weekend ahead of us, Marcia. But I'm going to be making you get up a little bit early and uh, do a little driving on Monday because we are yet again broadcasting live from the annual. War Memorial Park Association Labor Day Breakfast happening this coming Monday on the 4th, 7.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. You got steak or country ham, eggs, toast, juice, and coffee. Uh, Kids uh, free under ages 10 and under. And, uh, Marcia, this is a pretty big event. It's been happening since 1948. Now... Buzz, I don't think you've been a part of it since 1948, but you've been a part of it for a long <laughs> I, time now.
5: I wasn't born yet in
1: 1948. <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But well, is,
2: stand down, young man. <laughs> but, but look,
5: Buzz, this is a huge event. It's a great event. It's a fun event.
1: And uh, I'm glad it's back yet again.
5: Uh, we're thrilled to be able to continue this tradition. Uh, uh, War Memorial Park Association operating as what a lot of people refer to as a Friends of the Park type organization. And generating cash, mm-hmm. f- funds for capital improvements there at the park, which have just, it, it's amazing. And uh, the last couple years, it's amazing how many people I've got approaching me here and there and say, Boy, I've never seen the park looking so good. The Look- park is
1: amazing. Yeah. It's, I mean, I drive by pretty much every day. And I mean, uh, it seems like it's just pristine at all times, which is what you—what which is what you're looking for. Yeah.
2: Can you brag on some of the different projects that this uh, breakfast has helped fund through the years?
5: Oh, Lord, Marsha, I should have made a list because (laughs) I can't remember, you know, everything back to what we used to have just, well, there were restrooms in the old bathhouse uh, that people would use, but... um,
1: uh, It's it's been going on for so long and all the money that's been raised, it has been a uh, big thing for the park.
5: Other than that, all around the park at the different uh, pavilions and things, there were just Santa Pot type facilities. Right. Yeah. So all those different restroom facilities that now there there's are available near all the main pavilions, the bathroom uh, building next mm-hmm. door to the concession stand, all that stuff, along with playground equipment. Uh, now, just this year, the one of the big things in, in 2023, back in the spring, was the replacement uh, of uh, playground equipment mm-hmm. there right next to the Tuscarora Creek. And that was primarily funded by the city of Martinsburg and the Berkeley County Economic Development Authority, um, supplemented by some other smaller ones. I mm-hmm. apologize for not mentioning them. But... Um, <clears throat> Other than that, all rebuilding all these other pavilions—that's you've seen going on in the last fifteen years—from mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the main pavilion that collapsed and fell to the ground. And it's right. now
2: hosting so many great, you know, bands during the summer. And uh, you know, if there's a big event that someone wants to hold, they've mm-hmm. got that big pavilion there in mm-hmm. the stage area.
5: Yeah, if if. Uh, I'd like to keep a list sometime I've never done of of all the events whether it's like a walk for alzheimers a mm-hmm. day or united way day of caring all, all the different things besides the personal private reunions family reunions mm-hmm. class reunions employee company picnics i mean that venue is is such a, a, an asset to this community. It's amazing. And we'd love to get everybody's support. And mm-hmm. the, the one time a year we go out and look for support is for this Labor Day breakfast. And I, l- let me add to that a little bit. There are a number of people who, in addition to the ticket, do use this once a year, time a year, to, to make other significant donation right. to oh. the park. Mm -hmm. whether it's you know keep here's keep the change don't give me any change back for the purchase of the ticket or uh here's an extra hundred here's an extra this here's an extra that whatever so um i would like to encourage people to keep that in mind it really
2: is a gem Uh, you know when you go to other counties in the state there's nothing quite like war memorial park um and you know obviously the whole uh piece of being able to honor the folks from right. the county and the region that, um, that fought in, in many different wars. But also I remember when, when my kids were very little, one of the things that they loved doing was just running from area to area, playground equipment to playground equipment. And now we're going to do the, the one with the seesaw and right. <laughs> mom do the merry go round, you know, the little <laughs> spitty thing. And I, you know, it's so much fun. Uh, you can spend a good three hours with your kids there.
5: Mm-hmm. I my I have grandchildren that live out of town and when they were here last summer they uh it we just want one area to the other. Mm-hmm. They they've That's learned the thing. That they've learned that there's more than just this yes. <laughs> and they like to play there for ten minutes and then oh let's yep. go to <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a great
1: park for doing that and I feel like every every day this summer I've gone past and whether it was uh the pool was packed or whether it's people, you know, just at the different places playing tennis or pickleball or you know walking around just the grounds itself. It's it's such a, a community hub for our community that uh you know and it wouldn't be for things in part like the Labor Day breakfast.
5: Yep. Intra- you just mentioned pickleball. Um that, <laughs> the Are you a, are you a pickle Baller? Nah. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I felt weird saying that, so I apologize. (laughs) I took that offensively. (laughs) It's a great, great sport, and just growing like crazy. has been with seniors, Mm -hmm. uh, Florida, different areas particularly. It's just pickleball is everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it's now – Gentrifying, or whatever the yeah. right word would be. I mean, yeah. there, there's just a whole, a whole lot of people now in their 20s and 30s that are discovering well, there's what leads a and... great sport it is, and um, it, it's so efficient that we, we can have four pickleball courts on what would be one. They're about tennis.
1: they're about half half the size, I'd say, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. So that's what's going on. Uh, we, we've got indoor pickleball at the Randy Smith mm-hmm. Center now. Uh, have had for a couple years, but uh, there's a, you know, people want to be outside when they can. And they've been playing pickleball on the tennis the mm-hmm. outdoor courts at War Memorial, but we're changing the, the, the nine by 90 degrees, the way it faces. So we're going to be able to have four pickleball courts there War Memorial. Oh, so, so it so takes already, they may already be striped. Yeah. I'm not sure. This was a was so no
1: more tennis court. When well, the lines are still okay. there for okay, tennis, okay. and yeah, the,
5: there's just temporary, uh, portable oh, nets for yeah. the pickleball this way. The main net still stays up this way. Gotcha. So Most it's multi use. Pickle, pickleballers come as a group mm-hmm. to traditionally. And, and and all just kind of meet and at right eight o'clock in the morning or whatever time and and take turns have a, way of <laughs> a
1: volley. You, we're just volley. fascinated by and the pickleball We're gonna culture. end up. We're gonna end up on a pickleball team. You know this right. Uh, Somebody's okay. gonna tell. Get us down to the Randy Smith Center. Get us out here to like War Memorial sort of Park. Like, and we're uh, gonna be end up. We're, we're gonna be pickleballers.
2: Okay, you know what? If that happens, we're gonna have to practice. I don't want to go well,
5: and you play tennis get... so you're good I, I, don't I know get a little to bit of tennis, up. so I feel like we can we can we can get into it a okay. little bit One yeah. of the beautiful things about it seems to be that that that, that group of people was very welcoming to beginners and just here, let me show you and and play with me for mm-hmm. today and yeah, you can teach, figure it Teach out. the game mm-hmm. they, yeah. catches they, 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 on. everybody wants to promote the sport and teach the game to newbies
1: well you can do pickleball you can do all sorts of things at War memorial park especially go get your breakfast uh, on labor Absolutely. day from uh, 7 30 in the
5: morning to 10 30 let people know all about the annual labor day breakfast let me talk about the menu a little bit for those who don't know first um it, it's not a buffet it, it's not something it's not all you come can in and line up with 100 other people and, and go through and just get up. You know, It's come in, have a seat, and there are volunteer waiters. Everybody's volunteer. The cooks, the waiters, the busboys, people selling tickets. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a volunteer. And um, you, you would just come in and you'll be led to a table where – there's open space because we're cleaning up and reseeding. Uh, in a normal year, we'll serve very close to 400 hmm. uh, over the course of those three hours. Uh, it is uh, all scrambled eggs, but the country ham or the steaks, well, the ham's all pretty much well, well thoroughly cooked. Yeah. But uh, we've learned how to keep it moist and tender and not dry it out. We had an issue with that a couple years ago, but that's been fixed. So the now been about it. <laughs> That's been fixed. The steaks are fresh, never frozen. They come in fresh from the uh, Wise Groceries where we've been getting those for the last couple years. The Country Ham comes from Crestview Market, uh, Shepherdstown Road. Um, the... Um, The steaks are cooked to order. Wow. So, However you you want it, you can get it. Yeah, you you, you tell your volunteer waiter how you want the steak cooked. And some people say, you know, I just can't eat that much breakfast, but I do want to come support the park and um, just get eggs and toast, juice Mm -hmm. and coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, Others still want the steak, but they don't want it cooked. We, we'll just wrap it up in a to-go box, and they can take it home and put it oh. on their home grill yeah. and cook it for dinner Monday night mm-hmm. or Tuesday, whatever. It's fresh. It, it'll be good for a couple of days. Uh, others want us to cook the steak,
1: mm-hmm.
5: but they just want it to go. So there's all kind of opportunities. You guys are accommodating. Uh, we, we certainly try to be Jordan. <laughs> well, it's
2: pretty economical when you think that one of your choices is a steak breakfast. Sure. A steak, if you went out for dinner, it, you know, you pay a lot of money for it. But yeah. in advance, the tickets are $30. Exactly. At the gate, uh, they're 35 at the event.
5: Correct. Correct. And again, this year, which just started last year, uh, we're having uh, to encourage younger families and to bring kids Um kids ten and under and we're not checking IDs, uh are are free. Yeah. Um, they don't get the steak or the country ham, but they get scrambled eggs and they get pancakes. We've added a another grill so that we can accommodate pancakes for children. And if we're not overly busy right. at the moment and Jordan or Marsha want a pancake and <gasps> along
1: with Sign their- me up. Well, I'll tell you what, you can put a bucket of country ham in front of me and I'll be good for the rest of the day. You can have I all love the country ham. Country ham. You can mm-hmm. have it all. With as much salt as possible.
2: <laughs> I'll sign you Almost up for the salt pancakes.
5: Tack. Just give me salt yeah. tack and uh, <laughs> some country ham. Yep. So it said they're, they're $30 in advance. I, I was in a local restaurant, just kind of a diner-type place recently, and gee whiz, uh, uh, steak and egg breakfast is... Almost that much, right? Anywhere, right? And it's and, and it's not. Thi- to benefit. Thi- this is intended to be a fundraiser for the park, right. so um, gee whiz, it's <laughs> we, we, we've kept the price the same this year. It hasn't changed really since about twenty fifteen. Uh, although the cost of most everything has continued to go yeah. up, we have held the price yet again. Uh, the, the same at the 30 in advance, 35 at the door. And if, if you would want to take advantage of getting the ticket in advance, mm-hmm. which we'd love people to do, uh, there are a number of uh, places. We're already – it's Friday morning. We're, yeah, we're, we're almost we're there. We're the end of the weekend, Yep. and some places will be closed Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I've got a quick list of sure. some places that do have tickets Available, and and I'm going to try to stick to the ones I know would be open Saturday. Sure, sure. Saturday, maybe, yeah, not, maybe not Sunday, but yeah. Saturday or Sunday. Um, we've got Parsons Ford, uh, Pill & Pill Attorneys, Valley uh, Spring Valley Farm Market, mm-hmm. uh, Patterson's Drugstore, Depot Florist, Hensel Real Estate, uh, the Convention and Tourism Office. Okay. I, oh, the I, Convention I, I, and Visitors Bureau? Yeah. I don't, they're not open on Saturday. The, the Bell Boyd House right. is open. It, it, so I think it's open on Fridays hope, and Saturdays. Yeah, usually it's more of the the history people. So whether those tickets are I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Park and Rec Board Office, but it's closed on Saturday.
2: But they can get it today.
5: They could get it yet today. Exactly. Thank you, Marshall. Um, uncle Joe's barbershop, downtown Martinsburg, uh, main street Martinsburg office and Smallwood small insurance out on Edward Miller. So there are quite a few places around yeah. the, the, the area that, uh, whatever's convenient Oh, and the it, chamber of commerce office. I didn't write that one down.
2: And if you see buzz on the sidewalk, he's probably got, yeah, some you in probably his got pocket.
5: some yep, idea, yep. don't you. I There's tons care. of volunteers out there selling, <laughs> trying to help sell the tickets. But uh, the the list is far too long, and people wouldn't.
1: Well, anyway. but unfortunately, we have to be getting to our final break of the hour. But real quick, one more time, let people know all the specifics about this Labor Day, the uh, annual War
5: Memorial Park Association Labor Day breakfast. Uh, well, it's Monday morning, September fourth, which is uh, crept up on us pretty quick. But hey, today's <laughs> today's September first, so guess what, mm-hmm. folks? It's yep. it's it's only in three. Can't days. avoid it anymore. Um, the serving time uh, is 7.30 a.m. until 10.30 a.m. Uh, we will serve at least 400, but we always have food for at least 50 more. We'd wow. love to grow that. and We'll have steaks and country ham available for that many people mm-hmm. and eggs and all the other breakfast fixings. Um, if near about 10 o'clock as as we're starting to kind of wind down a little Mm. bit depending on what numbers we've already done we'll be offering the the raw fresh meat steaks available for sale in packs of five or ten whatever a lot so we never have any trouble selling Mm -hmm. those and getting our Cost back out of them. Well, we'll be there um, too, yeah, so that'll
2: yeah, be fun. Yeah, it's yeah. always a good day to to speaking, broadcast from the park. Speaking of
5: which, there there is no free lunch, but I do have a benefactor that would like for you all to have tickets for oh, the breakfast. Sweet.
1: Oh, thank Well, thank you, you so us. much, and thank you benefactor. Yeah, thank you benefactor. We would definitely use these. That is for sure. That's very cool. Like you and said, you're
2: gonna, you're going to come in and and check in with us at the broadcast as well, right?
1: Plan
5: plan to. Okay. Sure. Uh, if, if. I can squeeze it in. We'll get you. <laughs> it's, we'll, a, we'll, it's a busy morning.
1: It we'll, is. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you into the booth, that's for sure. But again, we're talking about the annual 2023 Labor Day breakfast happening at War Memorial Park. Tickets $30 in advance or $35 at the event. Children 10 and under are free. And like Buzz says, look, they're not checking IDs, but let's be 10 and under. All right, fellas, for uh, the kids eat free. And if you want any more of that information, you can find it online or just hit Buzz up. Because like I said, he's probably got some tickets. in
5: the a friend. Bring a friend. Bring a neighbor. That even if you're a regular, already been coming to this or yep. you haven't. uh, Just a wonderful family atmosphere, like a reunion of the whole Berkeley County that comes together there.
1: Well, I know we're looking forward to being there. at Panhandle Sports Live and Panhandle Live will be broadcasting live from the breakfast on Monday. So, Buzz, we'll see you there. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll come back after this to wrap things up on Panhandle, on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News
0: Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marcia Kavalik.
1: Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads, Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kerchival building. Jordan Ice Winter, alongside me is Marsh Kowalik. If you missed any of this episode of Panhandle Live so far today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. Uh, We were just speaking with Buzz Poland from the War Memorial Park Association, talking about their annual Labor Day breakfast coming up on Monday, again, 730 to 1030 in the morning. Tickets for adults at advance, 30 bucks, but you're running out of uh, advance time for the event. So if you end up getting your ticket at the event, $35 for adults and children, 10 and under, are free. you got steak or country ham, eggs, toast, juice, coffee. Kids can replace the meat with pancakes, uh, and it's just a great time to support a uh, great park in our area. So if you missed any of uh, Buzz's thoughts on that, you can back to it a little bit later on.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: and you can also, a little bit later on, Find uh, the yesterday's episode of the Ernie McCook show over on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. I'm commandeering it from the uh, from the big dog sure. to put it out on the internet. But it was a good show. It was packed. It was uh, flatbread pizza night. So they switched it for the time being. They're going to take it back to burger night once it gets a little colder. They said they oh, wanted okay. something. They wanted something a little Light lighter and airy yeah, for the for, summer, which made sense because it was
2: the last day of
1: meteorological
2: right. summer today is the first day of meteorological fall that's so right i'm gonna need my husband to get his car out of the garage so i can get to my fall you, stuff it's time to I decorate need to put my wreath it up. is
1: time to decorate well tonight it's supposed to get down to 49
2: it's gonna feel like fall
1: It gonna feel like fall Are until next week a,
2: will you be in a press box tonight
1: tonight yes uh tomorrow yes but it's gonna be nice to be 80 tomorrow or almost 90 tomorrow 95 on Sunday, 95 on Monday, 100 on Tuesday. What? Come on, Marsha. I love it. You, Give me it.
2: Are you sure you're in the Martinsburg weather? Are you sure you're not Martinsburg, like, in Las The Vegas? Boydville
1: station, no. Wow. 97 on Tuesday, 97 on Wednesday of next week. I love all of that.
2: I'm still putting my fall stuff up.
1: Nope. Don't I'm do c- it. I don't
2: care if it starts to wilt.
1: Don't do it. <laughs> well, Marsha, that just about does it say Oh, I got to mention. Happy birthday to my dad. That's right. Happy yeah. birthday. That's Friend so awesome. Friend of the awesome. program. Friend of the program. Absolutely. Uh, happy birthday. I um, uh, can't tell if he got the day off or not. He's been texting me, so well that doesn't mean he had the day off or not. But uh, but yeah, happy birthday, pops. That's Wonder really what he's cool. going to be uh, up to. He's going. I know he's going to be at the Shepherd game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I know he's going. My nephew's got his uh, second game of the year on Saturday. He's on the road in Frederick, so I'm sure he'll be spending all that around uh, around sports. But happy birthday, dad.
2: So he, yeah, so he's spending it with football.
1: That's right. That's right. As most dads, I think would uh, would want. Okay. I think, well, at least him. But anyways, that does it for us for today, Miss Stain Show. You can let's back to it a little bit later on under Pain Animal News Network Facebook and Spotify page for Marsha. I'm Jordan. Have a good one. We will talk to you on Monday.